Hello and welcome everybody to episode 75 of Near Perfect Pitch. Yes, episode 75. Soon got here, didn't we? Um, very excited uh, to be here today, actually, despite it being uh, Easter Sunday and, you know, supposed to be family time and sit around in pyjamas, uh, whereas I'm uh, driving halfway across town to a studio to record a programme. I'm happy to do so. I really am, and I'll tell you why. Um, the array of tunes that uh, I've managed to uh, cobble together for you this week, I must admit, I'm very excited about sharing with you. And uh, that's ostensibly because... Um, the interview this week is with Team Picture, specifically Josh McCarthy, and I can tell you that this programme, this particular episode, episode 75 of Near Perfect Pitch, is brought to you by Josh McCarthy, Team Picture, and The Lemon Puff. Look forward to an interview with him uh, talking about the wonderful Team Picture uh, towards the end of the programme where I always locate and uh, position the interviews. But new release-wise this week, it's fantastic. It's, uh, I'm not saying it's unprecedented, but it is very, very good. New single by, uh, by The Fernway, and uh, it's called Is This Man Bothering You? I think we might even kick off the show with that. I haven't even queued up the next song. I'm that excited. Um, we've also got uh, some new material by Sonic Boom in uh, collaboration with No Joy. Um, from a, a new EP, which I will tell you more about later on. Uh, new release-wise, too, very excited to be sharing with you a brand new single by Fiat Lux. Apart from the re-recording of uh, Secrets, which was released last year, they have, well, they haven't had any new material for the best part of three decades, which is staggering, really. And uh, anyway, they've got a single coming out on Split Records on the 5th of May entitled It's You, and I've got that for you. I'll be playing that for you uh, in the next two or three hours or so. Brand new track two by Bricks and the Extricated. Brand new single, Valentino. Really happy to be sharing that with you. Also, Everybody Wants to Be Famous, uh, a track pulled off uh, the, the rather, rather good uh, debut self-titled affair by Super Organism uh, from London. Um, and there's some new Katana. There's some new uh, material by The Vaccines. Some new material by Fuzzy Sun. Uh, hopefully get to uh, some new material too by Bonnie Doon and uh, John Dredge and the Plints. You can also look forward to hearing some Silver Sun, some Lady Tron, some Mogwai. Whew, what else have we got here? Oh, there's a hat trick as well, which is actually kind of clever-ish. I'm not saying road scholar clever, but you know, there's a link there. Uh, there's a tenuous link between all three songs. Um, what else have we got here? Silver Sun, New Order. It's a good, good show. And we'll kick things off, as I'd alluded to, in a semi-committal way, uh, we're going to hear something by The Fernway.
typically marvellous by Kitchens of Distinction. That is Stand on Fire, pulled off their fourth LP on One Little Indian Records, fourth LP being Cowboys and Aliens. And before that, uh, from Liverpool, brand new single by The Fernway. They are a magnificent band, and that is the title track to their single, Is This Man Bothering You? You can get that at all your local download streaming emporiums. And if you want to follow them, the best place is probably their SoundCloud page, which is soundcloud.com slash the hyphen Fernway, which is F-E-R-N-W-E-H. The lads were on the show uh, a few uh, few weeks ago, a few months ago, and um, very, very enamoured by uh, their two releases so far. And coming up next, another band that I'm very, very fond of, Shame. We're going to hear something from uh, their debut LP called uh, Songs of Praise. We're going to hear a song called Angie. And if you want to learn more about them and pick up the record, you can do so at shamebanduk.bandcamp.com. <laughs> of 
Silver Sun. Aren't they deliciously poppy? And that's cheerleading off 1998's Neo Wave, their second LP on Polydor Records. And before that, Shame from South Landing. And uh, that's an LP track, actually, off their debut, Songs of Praise. That's Angie. And go to shameband.uk.bandcamp.com. They are a top, top, top outfit. And the LP is great from uh, start to finish. I highly recommend picking it up. Next, Sunflower Bean from New York City. Uh, I'm going to go back to 2016, despite them having their second LP, 22 in Blue, released last week. Uh, I'm going to be playing something, actually, off 2016's uh, From the Basement. And From the Basement is a four-track EP of cover versions. And they lend their hand to Old World by uh, The Modern Lovers, Harvest Moon by Mr. Neil Young, Life's a Gas, originally by T-Rex, but as done by uh, a ton of others, and Shine a Light, which we're going to hear by Spiritualized. They perform a quite wonderful rendition of said track. Oh, 
That's the LP version, slightly uh, slightly truncated there. That's Perfect Kiss, of course, by New Order from Low Life from 1985, all four minutes and 48 seconds of it. And before we heard that uh, absolute gem by uh, New Order, we heard Shine a Light, as done by Sunflower Bean, tackling spiritualized Shine a Light. And as I did mention earlier, their uh, second LP was released last week called uh, 22 in Blue, but this particular track is of a four-track covers EP entitled From the Basement, which you can get your hands on at uh, sunflowerbean.bandcamp.com. Next up, I did mention to you that uh, there was some new material by uh, Pete Kember, a.k.a. Sonic Boom, and he is in collaboration with No Joy. And uh, from the brief bio that I've got here, um, they don't re- actually recall um, how they first uh, got in touch with each other, but the result of... However, they did get in touch, is uh, this EP of theirs, and uh, you can get it at uh, nojoy.bandcamp.com. We're going to hear a song called uh, Triangle Probably. Now, it uh, started as a sonic exploration between two friends, it says here, and uh, passing songs back and forth intercontinentally, with, uh, with Jasmine uh, writing and producing the songs in Montreal and Pete writing and arranging and producing in Portugal, where he now lives. So it soon uh, took the shape of uh, an EP proper. And uh, it's very, very good indeed. I've only had it in my hot little hands for uh, for two days, but I've listened to it uh, three or four times through, and this is my fave of the four.
from May 1990. That's the farm from the height of Baggy and Manchester. That is the Peel Session version of Groovy Train from May the 6th, specifically 1990. And that's our weekly Peel track for this week. And before we heard our weekly Peel track, we heard a collaboration between Sonic Boom and No Joy. And you can learn more about this particular project by going to nojoy.bandcamp.com. And you can uh, see the four tracks and uh, sample them, as you can all the tracks on Bandcamp before you uh, delve into your pocket and buy them. Um, I played Triangle probably off this EP. It's the second shortest of uh, four songs, the longest of which being over 11 minutes. That's Obsession. It's a very, very diverse EP, and I may delve into it uh, in coming weeks, but I wanted to share at least one track from the EP with you. And uh, as I try and draw breath here, because it's getting really hot in here, despite the fan being on, I can, uh, let me see what I can surmise from what's coming up next. Yes, Super Organism is up next. Everybody wants to be famous. They're from London and it's a single off their uh, debut uh, self-titled Affair, which is uh, just, a, just a few weeks old, really. And uh, after that, we're going to go back in time to 1991 and hear something by Telescopes. <laughs> Feeling like a boss and staring at the stars. It doesn't matter the cost, cause everybody wants to be famous. I'm calling the shots, so see you over a bar. Everybody wants one. Let's be fair. Feel like a boss. 
Stephen Laurie, aka Telescopes. That's from 1991 on Creation Records. A single called Flying, I believe their seventh single, if my memory serves. Before that, Superorganism from London, a single off their self-titled debut. Learn more about them at sporgnsm.bandcamp.com. I guess somebody else under the guise of superorganism took that name from them. So again, sporgnsm.bandcamp.com to keep abreast of all things superorganism. And before that, the uh, weekly peel track this week was The Farm from 1990, from May 1990. And I've had Pete on the show actually before, and I've had Steve from the Telescopes on the show before. A little bit of name drop in there. And you can look forward this week, this week's guest being Josh McCarthy from Team Picture. Going to learn a lot more about them and be playing three songs by them as well as I normally do to surround any given interview. Um, next up, I'm very, very excited, despite not probably sounding as if I am. The new Fiat Lux single is here. It's in my hands. It's called It's You. And here's the radio edit. <laughs>
sighing from one dove and uh, that is their first ever single entitled fallen and also is the lead track to their only lp morning dove white which was released i think when that was released 1993 i had to actually fumble for the disc there because i couldn't remember 1993 fallen one dove before that they're back as if, as if they never went away fiat lux it's you the radio edit version and you can buy your own copy of that on uh, the 5th of may not long to wait for that one that's on uh, uh, spilled records i believe i could be wrong but um i'll keep you abreast of things when it comes to fiat lux anything new by them i'll be certain to play next up delighted to be sharing another new release with you in this instance brand new stuff by bricks and the extricated here's the latest single Valentino.
The horses are on the track. My goodness me, that is Big uh, Audio Dynamite uh, from an LP, their debut LP. This is Big Audio Dynamite, which just happens to be this week's Essential Wax. Before I delve into this LP, I'll tell you what you heard before. We heard Bricks and the Extricated, brand new single Valentino, which is out in uh, just a handful of weeks in its official capacity. And as I keep... uh, Letting you know, um, relentlessly, I'm hoping to get uh, Bricks and or uh, Steve on the show in the next couple of weeks. Been back and forth with uh, with management, trying to align times, and it didn't really work around Easter, unfortunately. So, uh, shooting for next weekend for that one. And before we heard Valentino by the fantastic Bricks and the Extricated, we heard one Dove, their first single and lead track to their uh, debut and only LP, Morning Dove White. Right then, let's get back to Big Audio Dynamite. Now, Mick Jones was turfed out The Clash in about 1983, and he formed a band called Top Risk Action Company, which uh, went precisely nowhere fast. He then, in 84, aligned himself with film director Don Letts. Don had produced a lot of uh, videos for The Clash up until that point, and they formed a band called Big Audio Dynamite. And the first LP is our essential wax this week. This is Big Audio Dynamite from 1985 on Columbia Records. All the songs were written by Mick and Don in collaboration, except for the song I just played for you, The Bottom Line, which was written exclusively by Mick and um, was one of three singles. I'm going to play the next single for you, E equals MC squared. The other single off the LP, incidentally, is Medicine Show. Next up, E equals MC squared. 
from Philadelphia. That's Keitana with Bus Ticket. That's off their uh, latest and second LP released last year, New Kind of Normal. And you can find out uh, more about them by visiting them on, uh, on Bandcamp. And uh, quite simply, Keitana, C-A-Y-E-T-A-N-A dot Bandcamp. Dot com. And let's go back to our essential wax because I have to fill you in on some more deets, don't I? I played e equals MC squared, uh, the second track off the feature LP of the week this week. This week's essential wax, Big Audio Dynamites. This is Big Audio Dynamite from 1985. It's important to note that the, uh, the LP did reach number 27 way, way back in the day in the UK charts. It did uh, spawn three singles, as I have mentioned, uh, the bottom line, which I've played, E equals MC squared, which I've also played and did also feature Medicine Show as a single as well. The entire record was produced by Mick Jones himself, and in 2010, a legacy edition was released with a second disc that uh, is comprised of alternate mixes, versions, outtakes, etc., etc. 16 songs in to episode 75 of Near Perfect Pitch. It's time for our obligatory fall oh, track of the week. Back to 1984. Drago's Guilt. Yeah. 
hunted by a freak. That's Mogwai and that's self. Happy songs for happy people. Their fourth LP that was released in 2003. Drago's Guilt Before That by The Fall off 1984's Call for Escape Route single. We are... How many songs in are we, actually? We're about 18 songs into the programme, which uh, is well over halfway. Next up, it's hat-trick time. It's that time of the programme where you can... uh, Let's have about 10, 15 minutes of uh, unbridled, uninterrupted music without me uh, wittering on about something or other. It uh, is reasonably thematic this week as well, actually. Um, usually the hat trick is sort of disparate and chucked together, but um, every one of these particular tracks has uh, the name Field in, uh, in the artist uh, category. So uh, you're going to hear something by Field Music, Fields of the Nephilim, and uh, from Tijuana, Mexico, you're going to hear some more from the wonderful Mint Field. So we'll kick things off uh, with field music and enjoy the next few minutes without uh, my voice tarnishing the good tunes.
By Jingo, that's good. Who is it, you're asking me? That is Mintfield. Now, Mintfield have one record and one record only available, and you can get it through Bandcamp. You can go to Mintfield, I-L, all one word, dot Bandcamp, dot com. And the record itself, uh, the brilliant LP, is called the Passar de las Luches. I think that's how you pronounce it. And we just heard a song called uh, Cuidad Satellite. And um, before that, keeping the field theme uh, going, we had uh, Moonchild by Fields of the Nephilim, a single from 1988's The Nephilim album, their second LP that came out uh, on Situation 2 Records. And that uh, did chop a uh, chop. I don't think it did, did it? It topped the indie charts uh, uh, for a week or two back in the day in 1988. And before that, uh, the lead track of our hat trick this week, our field hat trick, we heard uh, Who Paid the Bills by Field Music from Sunderland. And uh, that's a single off their fourth LP entitled Plum from 2012. Next up, we're going to go to Liverpool. But before I uh, get into the song that we're going to hear, I should remind you about uh, all of the extracurricular that you can participate in. Uh, in the family of Near Perfect Pitch social media. Near Perfect Pitch is uh, Twitter. Near Perfect Pitch is Instagram. There is a page on Facebook, Near Perfect Pitch, and you can always email me, as many people do, at nearperfectpitch at gmail.com.
past their brand new and fourth LP, Combat Sports, released just a few days ago. That is The Vaccines and a tune entitled Your Love Is My Favourite Band. And that was preceded by, uh, from Liverpool, Lady Tron off their debut LP entitled 604 from uh, 2001 on Invicta Hi-Fi Records, one of Brian Eno's favourites. That is uh, Playgirl. And before that, we had our... Uh, a field hat trick, didn't we? We've got one more feature to get to before we get to the interview with Josh McCarthy from uh, Team Picture at the end of the programme, and that is Tinterweb time, and that is forthcoming. And before we get to all that lot, let's revisit the wonderful and uh, immensely long overdue long player by Candy Opera. 45 Revolutions per Minute is the name of the LP, and here's the last track on the album, entitled Crucified. <laughs> Okay. 
into overtime, boys and girls. That's what that means. That's what that racket usually means is forthcoming. It's my sort of trawling of the internet from the previous week to share a wacky informational or a useful website with you. In this instance, it's wacky. And I stumbled upon this thing uh, a few days ago on the postpunk.com website, and that's post-punk.com. And there is a page, and you'll have to go to the show notes, and uh, if you go to Podbean or any of the uh, providers, I list every single song and every single URL that I mention on the air so that you don't have to sit there wondering and worrying that you can't uh, source the material that I've played. So uh, it's a long URL, but if you do go to postpunk.com, you can search it. But it's, it's kind of wacky because someone has took time to redo an awful lot of what you deem classic post-punk and uh, new wave and alternative uh, album art, but they've replaced it with sort of vectorized, cartoonized bunnies. So the first one that you would wrap your eyes around, really, would be Ocean Rain by Echo and the Bunnymen, and it's, uh, it's remarkably similar to the photo, except that it is vectorized and cartoonized, and the four lads are now rabbits. The second foray is uh, the Giruti column, um, and um, Vinnie Riley gets the uh, gets the bunny treatment, as does Bauhaus, This Mortal Call, More Bunny Men, The Cure, Strawberry Switchblade. There's a kind of a nifty one here, which is Hand in Glove, The Smiths, with uh, a bunny with a, a bare bum like the uh, like the sleeve, except there's a there's a kind of a, a bare bum tail as well. My Bloody Valentine, Lucy Show, Eyeless in Gaza, Craftwork, Joy Division. It's kind of, uh, it's, it's wacky, it's nuts. The Boys Don't Cry by The Cure, Boys with the Thorny Side Smiths, uh, Devo. Even, it's even got the Splendor of Fear by Felt here, that, which has got the bunny treatment. Anyway, that's this week's Tinto Time. It's mental, and it's post-punk and the bunnies, and you can go there via post-punk.com, or you can click the link on the show notes. Right you are. Next up, we're going to hear something from a project uh, by Nick Laird Klaus, who was the frontman of the Dream Academy for their three LPs. He's got one record out under the guise of Trash Monk. It came out on uh, the creation offshoot label, Pop Tones, uh, Alan McGee's label, after the uh, demise and uh, the implosion of Creation Records quite some time ago. The record itself, uh, the, the, the album itself, was released in 1999 actually on creation but the singles themselves themselves rather came out on pop tone does that make any sense at all anyway there are three singles on the album uh, polygamy sapphire and this one girl i used to know
mind, speech and body. Success made a mess of me. This success is my sickness. Call emergency. Will I drown? I'm going down. Stick around if you can. Dredge and the Plinths, and that is off this year's Emergency EP. And you can find more material by John Dredge and the Plinths at John Dredge and the Plinths. Actually, you can't. You'll find it at John Dredge the Plinths. 
www.bandcamp.com. You have to drop the and. And that was a song called Going Down. And before we heard that, we heard Trash Monk from 1999. And that uh, is essentially Nick Laird Clouds, the front man of the Dream Academy. And one of three singles pulled off the only Trash Monk LP to date, 1999's Mona Lisa Overdrive. And that was a single called Girl I Used to Know. Uh, one more song before we get into our uh, interview material, which is... Uh, Specifically, Team Picture going to be talking to Josh McCarthy, and you're going to be hearing three songs by the wonderful Team Picture, but not after you've heard this. And this is pulled off uh, a wonderful compilation, a tribute to the television personalities entitled If I Could Write Poetry on the quite magnificent The the Beautiful Music label. And uh, the major proponent of that label, um, Wally, He's promising, he's threatening to, to show up on the programme and we're just trying to align us uh, a time where he can uh, sit with me for about half an hour and we can learn an awful lot more about the label that is the beautiful music. But perhaps get a head start and visit the website uh, before we have a chat with Wally in the next few weeks. But um, let's go over this uh, particular compilation, shall we? It is, as I said, a tribute to television personalities featuring the likes of uh, Nicky Sudden, The Thanes, uh, Woog Riots, No Men and This Beauty by Biff Bang Pal.
life hack that is team picture and that is a single from earlier this year and we're going to hear a couple more songs by them uh, one in a moment and then we'll have the interview with josh mccarthy team picture are a six piece from leeds from my place at birth uh, professional genre tourists and consummate knob twiddlers that's how they describe themselves had a great chat with josh which you'll hear in in a few moments but before we get into the chat with him let's hear one more song we heard a single from earlier this year just now called i want your life Act. let's hear something from 2016 let's hear the birthday blues single
from 2016. Team picture with Birthday Blues. Now it's over to me and Josh McCarthy for the interview to learn more about Team Picture and I'll be back to wrap things up with one more song. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I've got you now. Fantastic. How are you? Good. Um, I think... Oh, no, we're okay. I thought we had a bit of delay, but we're all right. Um, yeah, I'm good. How are you? Well, I'm better, I'm better now that I've connected because I was panicking there for a minute. I couldn't figure out what was going on, but um, uh, it's nice to be talking to you. So are you, are you nestled comfortably in Leeds at the moment? Yeah. Uh, Lovely heading ah, well, that's the place of my birth. Really? Yeah, yeah. My old family's from Headingley in Adelway, and my 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 gran was living in Headingley until she passed just very recently. It's a beautiful yeah. part of the world. So, uh, I'm talking yeah. to someone who's from home, and 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 could could you first off uh, introduce us to to uh, the other members of the band? Because with all due respect, the the biog and the information, it's like you were a very, very well-kept secret team picture trying to find out information about you. So who are the other, um, mem- who are the other members of the band? Um, so, uh, so there's myself, of course, um, and then the other, the other five individuals who make up team picture are Chris, Alex, Hannah, Ross and Tom. Right. And did you all meet locally uh, in, in, uh, in your neck of the woods? Um, Myself and Chris have known each other for quite a few years. Um, we studied together, and then we uh, we met Alex, and basically Alex brought everyone else with him. Okay, it's a package so, a package so deal. Yeah. Okay, that sounds good. Now, I've I've listened to uh, to all of your work so far, and I believe I've got everything. So please correct me if I'm wrong. If if uh, if I'm missing something out here. You were quite busy in 2016 with uh, with three singles. Um, from yeah. what from what I can surmise, chronologically, Birthday Blues, Classic M, and uh, and well, depending on if you're Yorkshire, it's Potpourri or Potpourri Headache, depending on how you want uh. to pronounce it. Uh, and then uh, 2017, you seemed to disappear into the ether, and then came back with a vengeance with two singles uh, just very recently, which are which are crackers, by the way. So is, is that a fair assessment? Five singles. Yeah. That's that's what's been going on. Well, actually, no. Um, so we did we did two of us with uh, we kind of we like self released three, um, and then we did two like small releases with local local labels like one off things. Right. So we did we did a split seven inch with a Leeds band called Laminate Pet Animal, um, a song called Back to Basics, um, and. We did that with a small kind of Leeds-based label called Come Play With Me. Right. Uh, so we did that last year, and we also uh, did a really small release with uh, another local label called Clue Record. It's just as part of their... They had like a monthly subscription okay. uh, kind of thing where they would release new tracks and a, and a zine from bands and stuff. So we did a song called Air Not Air. Nice. Uh, with them. So, so where, would, where would a guy like me get those get 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 uh, his hands on those those records and the, and the people listening? Where would they be able to find that? Um, so, it's a good question. Um, they're definitely on Spotify. Yeah, yeah, but I'm I'm from the school of wanting to own as opposed to wanting to stream. So there'll be people like me who are listening saying, "I want to own that." So, yeah. um, um, obviously, Spotify can satiate a lot of people, but if I imagine the split seven's probably sold out. Did, did was it ever released in digital capacity? Or was it just a limited seven? 
Yeah, it's definitely digital, and I'm pretty sure there are still copies around. We've got a few left. In fact, hold on one second. I'm just going to search for the link. Excellent. Yeah, fantastic. I'll share the link with everybody because uh, I'm certainly going to be buying it because I thought I was a smug little bugger thinking I had everything that you'd uh, recorded thus far, but, <laughs> but, but clearly, clearly not. Um, let me see. I'm, I'll just find a link to it now. Yeah, yes, yeah, this, this is fine. Yeah. Um, so we did we did those as well. That was cool, just to kind of do um, some things that are a, li a little kind of um, sort of bit lower profile um, with with some kind of local people that we wanted to work with. Yeah, I think local's the key word there. It's very very local. Plus, it's also uh, you know I'm looking I'm looking at your tour schedule that's forthcoming, and it's very very northwest centric and. Uh, it looks like you've got a lot of gigs coming up as well. Yeah. Um, sorry, I'm just trying to work yeah, out. Yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm multitasking um, you. Sorry about that. There we go. Uh, cool. Can you see that? I can. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll make a note of that and uh, share it with everybody concerned. Thanks very much. So, that, that sort of... Feel, um, so, am I to assume then that that, uh, that takes care handily of 2017? So, it doesn't look like you've been abducted and then brought back to the planet. So, you were doing those two uh, sort of select local releases in 2017. And a lot of people, their first experience will, with you will, will most possibly be the, uh, the two recent singles, which are, are stellar. Now, can we talk about the first three? Was there any commonality with regards to your songwriting and how you put them together? Because the first three were self-produced, and I know that uh, you recently worked uh, with, with Matt Peel. Yeah. In my ignorance, were, uh, were the two uh, singles that, that we just talked about between 16 and 18, were they self-produced or were they with a producer? So the one that I've just linked you to, uh, that was self-produced. Um, and then the one that we did with Clue Records, um, Air Not Air, we actually, that was the first track we ever did with Matt Peel. Okay, gotcha. How did you get aligned with Matt? Because he's got a, he, he's pretty good at what he does, so it's pretty fair to say. Yeah, Matt's really fantastic. Um, we, so I, I had worked with Matt on something, on a different project many years ago, not that many years ago, but a few years ago. Um, and and he, he just kind of uh, I mean the the leads the leads like music community is like really uh, really tight I yes. think so everyone kind of knows everyone a bit and um, as well kind of I'd say there are kind of maybe two or three producers that a lot of people kind of go with and have relationships with so we sort of knew of Matt through not through just my own personal experience but just kind of through association yeah and uh, and he just invited us in to to work with him again. And how easy was it for you? Because you know, when you've got the the the, the organic control, or maybe the anarchic uh, the, the anarchic aspect of of, of knob twiddling yourself, and then handing it over to Matt, was it was it reasonably easy for you to pass pass the control over to him? Yeah, um, it's like I think it's really uh, trust is really key for having a productive relationship with a producer. Of course, yeah, um, and. He, we, we, we kind of really quickly got on the same page together, I think. Um, and, and yeah, it's kind of, it is like, it's difficult allowing someone else to have control sometimes, I think, but um, ultimately you just kind of, I just kind of had to let that go a bit. Uh, but it, it's great though, it's a really, really positive relationship and it's, it's, it's really good to have um, someone who, 
I think what's really important is that when you're when you're self-producing, it's really easy to kind of get inside your head quite a lot. Um, whereas like working with Matt, it was very much it was very much like a, we felt we were in a safe pair of hands that he, he could kind of he was offering a uh, a really solid kind of stream of kind of constructiveness and criticism and stuff that allowed you to kind of like view things more objectively. So, yes. Yeah, it's a really good relationship. It's, uh, it's a cool guy. Now, will you be retaining him? Because my next question, as you can probably guess, uh, is is asking you when when we can expect some new material and wondering if there's going to be a full length around the corner. Um, so we're releasing a we're releasing a mini album on the first of June. Magic. Um, yeah, so that's going to be that's going to be seven tracks, including the two that we've already done. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think we've got a. I think we're putting the next. We're putting out another single from that out at the start of April, I think, as well. Oh, good um, stuff. Yeah, so that's that's we worked with Matt on that whole record, um, and uh, yeah, we're kind of already starting to think about what we're going to do next. So that'd be great if we work with Matt again. So, so is this this seven trackers, well, essentially a mini LP that we can expect that in June. So that's something we can hang our hat on. Yeah, first of June. Brilliant. That's good. That's good. That's good. And it will include. I have a little secret, and I want your life hack. That's right. Yeah. Magic. And uh, let's let's fast forward over that. It sounds like you've got grand ideals, and uh, have you got a lot of material written above and beyond? Uh, I would imagine the other five tracks for the mini have been, you know, are written. Have you got any material in the, not so much in the can, but uh, in, in the demo phase for the next release? Yeah, we've got we've got a lot of material to sit through at the moment. We're, we're kind of I think we're at the most exciting stage um, that you can be at when you're working on music in the we're at the start of something new again yeah. uh, it's kind of like we've, we've recorded this everything's all on track to uh, to be put into the world and now we're thinking like uh, as as I think like everyone who creates or whatever is just like right onto the next thing then like well, when's that happening so we're just we've just straight away pretty much the last few weeks especially have been really like right let's think about what we're doing then that's um, exciting. That's really exciting. Yeah, I'm, I'm, it sounds like you're having a wonderful time. I think it's a great time. It's a great time to be you. And and you've also, I mean, to, to your credit, I mean, you've, you've got some pretty, uh, you've got some good support, especially from uh, from uh, from Six Music and uh, you know Lamac and Stevens and Robinson. But you've also you've also toured with with bands who I love. You've toured with Halifax's uh, the Oriels or Oriai or whatever, you want to, however you want to pronounce them, uh, Psychic Hills, Parquet Courts, even. Uh, or Rika SpaceX. So you, you've uh, you've toured with some wonderful bands. I'm, I'm assuming that you are uh, enamoured with the bands as well, not just touring with them for the sake of it. I would imagine that you are fond of their music as well. Oh man, yeah. Orika um, SpaceX in particular were absolutely brilliant. I think that's one of the, the best live shows I've seen in ages. Like nothing, there was nothing like crazy about the performance. They had some really amazing visuals, but it just sounded so good. Like. They just got their sound absolutely perfect, and that was just an absolute thrill to watch them. Um, yeah, gigs really like cool. that, you close your eyes. That's that's the acid test. You close your eyes and you whisk away because the sounds bang on. So, yeah. uh, I, I I I'll it's probably unlikely that I'll see them live in, in the foreseeable future. So I'll just have to take your word for it. Now, as a, as a as a as a creator, what about as a music buyer? What does Josh buy? Uh, are you are you into anything in particular at the moment? Are you uh, are you uh, very eclectic with your music buying tastes. What 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 do you typically uh, listen to? 
Uh, yeah, pretty eclectic, you know. I mean, Discogs is obviously an absolute uh, godsend for, for buying records. So. It is. It is real due respect for the, for the younger generation, for the rediscovery phase. It's nice to know you can still find stuff. Yeah, that's fantastic. Um, like, you know, like, just the kind of thing where it's obviously you can't buy... I always kind of go into record shops with, like, a list of, like... Yes. Fans I'm looking for, and I'm all, I always just come out disappointed because I'm just like, yeah, obviously I'm not going to be able to find that here. Yeah. But yeah, on like a, an old, like a Joan Baez seven inch uh, <laughs> Discogs, like a few months ago, and I was like, yes. It's a glorious thing, isn't it, Discogs? I mean, it, 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 to me, it took a while to, to replace the age of discovery. So, wherever I used to travel for work, wherever I was, I'd, uh, you know, I'd be in record shops driving my wife or girlfriend mental. So it's just changed whereby you can digitally browse now. And Discogs, I while away countless hours and spend way too much money on stuff that uh, I'd miss first time round. And yeah. you've got to be careful. It's almost like, it's almost like uh, when the fun stops, stop. Like the, gam <laughs> like the gambling uh, public service announcement. You've got to be very careful on Discogs. Oh, yeah, definitely. Yeah. Um, but you can find some amazing stuff on that. Like I got... Um there's a really fantastic band called Black Marble. Oh yeah. Who, uh, I got uh, like a limited edition version of their their record in like, like white vinyl. That was really cool. Just have Discogs. So that's that's uh, that's the most recent record I've bought. Well, you're you're obviously all over the map, and that's a good thing. You're not uh, sitting there in, in uh, with your head firmly lodged in the contemporary. You're going back and doing some discovery, which is. Which is exactly how yeah. it should be. Um, what about the other other members of the of the band? Are they are, are they all similar in in, in who they uh, listen to? Have you got to, or any wacky people who are into death metal or anything crazy like that? Uh, I used to be pretty hard into death metal when I was younger. But, oh, uh, I was just joking. Oh, you <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah, I was I was, uh, I was metal as fuck when I was a kid, but, uh, <laughs> but now I'm very much uh, I'm I can't I don't think I'm uh, I don't think I can deal with it anymore. Um, but uh, no, we're all like, uh, I mean, obviously there being six of us, there's a lot of different stuff going on in terms of everyone's personal preferences. I think there are like, there are like definitely like key areas of overlap there are, where there are bands that we all kind of really appreciate, like um, uh, bands like Deer Hunter, um, Yolo Tango, yeah. stuff like that. Um, but like, really, uh, I don't, I don't think very often have like times when we're all listening to the same kind of album or we're all kind of vibing off the same thing we're all kind of doing different stuff which is is really cool like uh uh you know like a couple of us are really into like um like really electronic stuff um so, like chris is really into like lots of kind of um really really uh, interesting kind of oddball kind of guitar stuff uh and uh, i don't know it's that's that's something that's amazing about being in a band with five four individuals is that we've all we're all coming from a different place, but we all kind of have like an appreciation that's that's shared. Yeah. So it's cool. It's cool and, and it's something that people do uh, do strive for and never attain. So you've got it first time of asking, so fair play to you because uh, it's, it's it's hard to share artistic content and it's hard to uh, create as, as, as a group and that's why that's why most groups have a shelf life because uh, there's, a, there's inevitably going to be a, a, a point at which you've exhausted everything that you can possibly exhaust as a unit. But uh, you're in yeah. the, you're still in the honeymoon phase, so uh, it must be <laughs> immensely exciting. Now, uh, I, I always end off my interviews with, with, with a question that okay. uh, has absolutely bugger all to do with music. However, mm. it has immense poignancy. 
and, um, well, and I'm sure you'll appreciate it, being that you're from, from my neck of the woods especially. Um, okay. Hypothetically, you're around my house after a very successful gig here in Ottawa, and uh, stick the kettle on, you put your cup of tea, and I bring out the biscuit tin. However, it's a magic biscuit tin, and you can choose any biscuit, past, present, or even cosmically futuristic. What would you choose? Any biscuit. Whoa. Okay. Um... Oh man, yeah, I'm, I'm really, I'm really boring when it comes to biscuits. I, I, I mean, it's not that boring, but like, there's nothing crazy going on with my, with my preferences. I'm gonna go for a, um, a custard cream every time. I tell you what, um, I've got this. Well, I've got this infographic, Josh. That's uh, got every artist I've interviewed just with the incarnation of this show in the last two years, adjacent yeah. to their biscuit of choice. And I'm just, I'm just going from memory. I think custard cream, by virtue of your entry now, I think is now the most popular biscuit amongst yes. interviewees. So, so you're definitely not alone, and you're, you're in some pretty good company. I'll send you a copy of that infographic as well in, in the, the next couple of days. Just, just. I, for, I would, I would love to see that. That's yeah. Yeah, it's interesting slash really sad, but uh, I'm, I'm sure that you can appreciate it. But in the meantime. Delighted that we've had this chat and been able to fill in some of the blanks here with uh, with what you've been up to and what is forthcoming. We've got this uh, seventh track to look forward to on the first of June, and right. I'll be playing playing the uh, the two latest songs around the interview with another another track, uh, possibly uh, birthday blues as well. Oh, cool. uh, so nice. please please keep in touch, and uh, we're going to follow your career from now on in. Now it's great to have had the chat. So uh, all the best and talk soon. Yeah. Yeah, thanks, thanks for chatting. Great chat. My pleasure. Cheers. Take care. Bye. See you. Bye. And so another Near Perfect Pitch interview comes to an end. Thank you, Josh. And uh, you know a lot more about Team Picture now, you lot, don't you? You can visit uh, teampicture.bandcamp.com. You can also visit teampictureband.com to sign up for the newsletter and not miss a trick when it pertains to uh, this wonderful Yorkshire outfit. One more song to get to. We're going to hear now, I Have a Little Secret, a single from earlier this year. <laughs>
a single from three weeks ago. That is the last song that we are hearing today by the wonderful team picture. That is the single entitled I Have a Little Secret. I'd like to thank you for listening. Thank you very much, each and every one of you. I'd like to thank Josh McCarthy, Team Picture, and the Lemon Tart, Lemon Puff, whichever derivation, uh, well, in different parts of the world, they're called different things. Um, Also, um, I'd also like you to do something for me, please, if if you could. I just recommend the the show to one other person. Um, I've been a bit off today. I've still got this terrible sinus headache, and... um, uh, every Sunday I call my arse over here to the wonderful studios at CKCU in Ottawa, in Canada here, and record this programme. I'd just like more listeners. Uh, if you could kindly recommend the programme to anybody who likes good music, I'd be immensely grateful. I'll be back next week uh, when hopefully I'll have an interview with either Spin and or Bricks and the Extricated, or possibly someone else, just don't even know. But there will be an interview next week, and hopefully it'll be one of those two. New releases, I'm sure there'll be a spate of those as well. Until next time, ta Thanks for listening.